check, 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 all right, um, hello, hello world, hello, um, or not, not hello world, hello nobody, um, look at that hair, and we're gonna rock with it, cause we don't give a fuck out here, and that's gonna be the point of this, and there's a jacket on this thing that I need to get off, um, I'm gonna try to keep it I probably got to move this chair up, too. Most podcasters would not include this shit. And I probably just showed my ass to camera. But we're going to rock with it. Lean with it. Rock with it. Um, and this is going to be the most attractive angle possible. So what's up? Oh, I got camel toe, bro. God damn. Holy smokes. Should I cross my leg? Yeah, look at that knee. I got strong knees, I think. Kind of looks strong. My dad's got strong knees. Maybe I got some too. Um, What do I got? What do I got today? I'm playing music again in my ear. Um, it's Lil Wayne, Let It All Work Out. It's part of the Carter 5 album. Um, I've been putting the Carter 5 on the album on repeat recently. Um, I don't really know why. Uh, it's just been resonating with me. And I don't know why it's been resonating with me, but it has been. Um, especially this song is a good one. I think there's a couple more on this album that I liked. Um, I liked Dope N-Words, um, with the Z at the end. Um, with Snoop Dogg, because I don't really like Snoop Dogg that much. Like, I like him, but, you know, his music isn't something I prefer. Let It Fly with Travis Scott's good. Can't Be Broken's another good one. And it's kind of like, it's a very emotional album, but it's just, I just enjoy it a lot. It's just, it reminds me kind of of the Carter 4 album, which is probably why it's the Carter 5 album, but... I, as a kid, I really enjoyed Carter 4. I'd be sitting there playing Modern Warfare 3. Um, just jamming the, the Carter 4 album. It's so funny. Like, I was a middle schooler listening to songs called Blunt Blowing. <laughs> you know, that's just funny to me. Now that... Now that I know what a blunt is. I remember one time I was listening to that music and my dad came in the... I was blaring it. I don't even know how I was playing it. I might have been playing it through my Xbox or something. Or I might have been playing it through my iPod. It was probably... Th oh, no, it was my iHome. I had an iPod, and I'd plug it into the iHome, and it'd sit there. You'd plug the phone in, and that was so sick. Fuck. And I remember my sister gave it to me because it was my sister's old one. That was back when the iPods had the, the long uh, charging port thing. You know, like the one that you had to like click, you used to click it in. You had to squeeze these things in and, and click it into your iPod. Or no, that was to pull it out. You could just slide it in, but pulling it out. That was a weird time. I forgot about those things, iHomes. Those were dope, though. If you, When I was a kid, and I don't know if this was, but like where I was at, my family, my friends, it was like if you had an iHome, you were cool. You were cool if you had an iHome. 
<laughs> oh shit. That's good. Also, like I remember getting an iPod shuffle. The little square thing with no it doesn't even have a fucking screen on it. That was my first like uh music thing. And I remember I'd fucking I remember going into my sister's room. I always just used my sister's shit. And I'd log onto her iTunes and she had like this old ass computer that looked like it was made of like Legos or something. And I used to plug my iPod shuffle in there. And instead of like choosing my own music, I would just copy all of hers. So growing up, I just had a bunch of like, like middle school. What was she? She was probably a middle school, like middle school girl. And then eventually to high school girl like music that I was listening to. And I remember some of the songs, like there was a lot of Katy Perry on the, on there. Like hot and cold was one of the first songs I remember listening to nonstop on repeat. Cause you're hot and you're cold, you know, you're yes and you're no, you're in and you're out. Um, and I remember waking up to that song because I used to sleep in my sister's bed because I was scared to sleep alone. And my mom wouldn't let me sleep with her sometimes. Um, yeah, good times. I remember just sitting there and just plugged in with my headphones. I've been, I've been listening to music nonstop since like I was like five years old. I feel like, um, so I recorded eight episodes of this already. And when I say eight, I literally mean I recorded eight episodes. Um, and I didn't listen to any of them cause that was going to be my thing. I was just going to record these, um, and not actually listen to any of them. And not edit any of them. And I don't think I'm going to edit these, this either. Um, but doing that, there was an audio issue from like episode three. And I didn't even like the first three, but, but starting on the third one, there was like this really loud buzzing noise or something like that. And I had to, I just had to scrap them. I had to scrap six episodes that it was like I finally felt like oh I'm getting the hang of this I'm finding my voice through this because the first two or three it was like I felt like it wasn't even me talking I felt like it was somebody else it was kind of weird um but the most recent four just felt good and it was like I was flowing kind of like I am now where I don't really have anything in particular to say uh I just kind of whatever's in my pri- whatever's in my vicinity i just kind of latch on to and try to make a conversation about um so yeah this is really the first episode that i'm going to release probably um but i've already recorded like 6 which is i kind of liked i'm kind of grateful that that happened because if that wouldn't have happened if there wouldn't have been that issue um, I probably would have just released all eight of them 
even the bad ones. Um, and they didn't have video either. I just figured out the video thing. And it's not very good, obviously, but it's better than no video because at least this I can put on YouTube or something and it's not just a static screen. Um, and I'm going to need to definitely figure out this whole lighting and background and shit. I'm probably going to have to buy more stuff. It's also funny that I'm using this microphone. Like, this isn't a microphone that you hold like this and, and wave around like this. This is a microphone that goes on a stand and it doesn't move a muscle. And it's directional, so it can be a little bit further away, but it's pointed right at my mouth. The way I'm using it, it's like it's like I'm being the fucking mic stand and I'm having to point it directly. It's kind of tough to do. And I think eventually I will invest in a stand and have a place to do the podcast consistently. But for now, I just... I literally just do it wherever I want. Um, so yeah, this is the first one with video. Probably the first one that will go up on YouTube and Spotify. I released one on Spotify and then I took it off. Because it's just like, I just couldn't. I, I got too excited. It was like kind of bipolar where I get really excited about shit. And I'll just, I'll act just completely on impulse. And then I'll wake up. It's like getting drunk. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, fuck, why did I do that? Except it takes me like like a week to pipe down a little bit. You know, I get really excited about shit. And then just like, uh, that probably looked like I have Tourette's when I did that. And I don't have Tourette's, but it almost felt like I did. But anyways, um, what was I talking about? This is, gonna, this is why I put ADHD in the fucking description because this is what happens. Um, I don't know if I was talking about this, but I'm going to, I got to fix the lighting and shit. Um, I hear like a, oh, it's outside. They're doing like construction work or something down below me. Um, so I hope that doesn't show up on the microphone. That pissed me off a lot. I look really pale right now too. I've noticed that. And I don't know if that's just the lighting. That might just be the lighting. I don't think I am that pale. But I could be. I'm also waiting for my parents to walk in. And they're just going to like walk in right here. Over here. And it's going to be really awkward. They did go to a basketball game. So I'm hoping that they just like don't come back for a while. Um, like I don't know what I'd do. I'd, just, I'd be like. Hey guys. I don't even want to think about it. They just start laughing too. They'd start. They'd start bawling, laughing, probably, or they'd think I'm going insane. That's one of the crazy things about doing this podcast. You feel like a fucking. I feel like the uni. I feel like, and I'm wearing a black hoodie thing. It's like I feel like. I feel like I'm recording my manifesto, and I'm gonna. And next thing you know, I'm gonna be on the news or something. That's how I feel. Reco- that, that's not my intention, even remotely. Like I really just want to try to just like talking to a microphone but I feel like a fucking Unabomber and it's not it's really hard on your like self-confidence to think of yourself like that kind of I know I'm not that person though Um, well I guess I could talk about why I started this podcast or even what this fucking podcast is 
Um, what I want the podcast to be is, um, it's kind of like, it's like the, the millennials, it's like the entrepreneur of millennials was Mark Zuckerberg. You know, he was like the guy that kind of put the millennials on the map in a sense. In my generation, we've just had like rappers. You know, there's not really like, there's not really a guy that's like, he represents our entire generation. And not, it's not like physically, but just like the way we think about things, what we value, um, you know, the way we process like the outside world and how we see ourselves in the outside world. Like, I think a lot of media in general, besides like music, because I think we're slipping into the music realm right now. And we have been really. Um, but it's like, I don't think that we are represented outside of like the music industry very well. Except for like fucking TikTok. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing valuable that comes out of TikTok. Nothing valuable. Um, you know, you don't really make change in the world by dancing into a fucking camera. And I don't know how much change I could do talking to a camera. Um, but at least talking long form, I could at least, uh, you know, like discuss complex issues, not just w dancing. So kind of my goal is to like voice the opinion of a generation who's pretty quiet right now. Not entirely though, because part of the generation is just a bunch of lunatics. And I think that's what I don't want to be. I don't want to be the lunatic. I want to be the voice of like, it sounds so cliche, but a voice of the people, you know, like, of like a person who doesn't like think of themselves as so virtuous, you know, somebody who, um, is like convicted, not so convicted in their own thoughts, you know, or who doesn't buy into the rest of society. I kind of like, it's like, I want to make like a, it's like a hub for the counterculture of society, you know, but not counterculture. It's just like, it's like, I'm tired of all this BS. Let's, let's just like take it back a step and rethink everything that everybody seems to have a hundred percent right in society. Um, because like for me personally, I know that I'm part of a big generation who literally grew up on the internet. You know, like some of my most formative memories and experiences were on the internet. Which like, I tell it to my parents are like, that's pretty nuts. You know, it's like, we all know that. We talk about it all the time, but it's like, what does that actually do to a person? You know, what What is the different, what kind of person comes out of the internet growing up on the internet? Um, and I keep tilting my head like this because I feel like I do, I tilt this way too much. So I'm trying to tilt this way and my neck's stiff right here. 
So I'm trying to stretch it out. Um, maybe I do this. But that's kind of what the part, that's why it's the virtualist. The virtualist is a person who spends a lot of time on the internet. Like I play video games. I watch YouTube. I watch video games. I watch lectures. I talk to my friends all on the internet. You know, I even travel on the internet. I just go on, when I want to go somewhere, I just go on Google Earth and fucking travel there. That's the virtualist. The virtualist is somebody who's just like, feels more comfortable in the virtual realm than in the real world. Um, and I guess kind of the goal is like, it's almost to try to influence the real world through the virtual world. That's kind of my goal. Um, which is like the most broad goal. And like, it's like, what does that even mean? That sounds, that's lunacy. But I think do it somehow you know because i feel like on the internet you just develop different values of society like you just have a different perspective when you grow up on the internet you know especially like playing video games and shit it's like like as a kid i was talking to people from like other countries like i would just be playing games with guys from like slovenia it's like what and like my parents Never got to see those type of people. Never got to really talk to those kind of people as a kid. It's just like you, you're not necessarily culturally aware, but it's just like, it's just a different life. And I feel like it's better, you know, I'm not saying stay on the internet and never go in the real world, but like, you know, the virtual world is also the real world. It's not, I like to disconnect them sometimes. Cause it's easier to like analyze them and analyze their differences, but same shit, you know, um, I'm really just getting lost in my own thoughts right now. So that's what this podcast is. And I, I didn't probably do the best job of explaining it. And I'll, like what I'm going to do is I'm literally just going to talk like I'm doing right now. Um, and there's, I have some other ideas that I want to do in terms of like, um, recording videos like in terms in terms of content i have other things uh and other premises that i want to do but this is i think where i'm going to start because to me if i can sell if people like just me i think they will like the things that i can do with other people as well um and i'm not going to try to just uh I'm not going to sell myself to, for people to like me. And I'm talking with my hand a lot. I'm not going to try to like give an aspect of myself to fit in with people and for people to like me. I think that somehow if I'm just myself, then I will find my, my kingdom. I'll find my people, you know, because I think about, I had this thought last night, actually, I'm from a small town. And so like, well, not so like, it's like, there's just not a lot of people there, like 6,000 to 8,000 people. Um, and like the closest city that has more than like 5,000 people is like a hundred miles away. Like the close, the closest real civilization is like a hundred miles away. Um, and then it's just forest surrounding the city, surrounding me at, in my hometown. I'm not there anymore, but, and it was like one of my friends I went to high school with his grandpa 
owned a radio station there. There was only people that in that area that listened to it, and the guy made a living off of it. You know, and that was the case for a lot of America. It's like, you know, you don't have to be the fucking Joe Rogan to make a living off of talking and like radio, which essentially is what this is. It's radio where you don't have to buy a spot anymore. You, you know, you just, it's like, uh, it's just more free radio, I think. Um, and it's like, if that guy could make a living with just that small group of people in a small part in Oregon, you know, I think I can find at least that many people on the internet. So, um, I don't know. To me, I just had that thought and it was kind of like, uh, reassuring to myself that I'm not crazy trying to find a group of people that like listening to me talk. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to do like 50 to an hour long episodes might be shorter, might be longer, obviously not cutting it up completely raw. Cause I, first of all, uh, I want it to come off as, as authentic as possible. Second, I'm also too lazy to edit. Third, I don't know how to edit. Um, so just going to be raw and maybe eventually I'll start editing some shit, but for now it's like, uh, I just don't give a fuck kind of, um, what else? Uh, I'm going to go this way. Um, I'm going to, I don't know. I want to like do other mediums besides Spotify and YouTube. And, um, I want to do like live streams and shit eventually. But you kind of, it's just very hard, but it's fun. Like doing podcasting is fun with no viewers because I could literally say whatever I want, kind of. Um, and same with streaming, but I don't really stream because my internet's so fucking bad. I can't stream. Like, uh, I just lag like crazy. I can't even play games if I stream. So that might be like uh in the future thing, but. Um, I guess I could talk about like why I started this podcast. Um, there was a lot of reasons. One of them and probably the biggest one was just like, um, when COVID hit, you know, I had to like isolate myself and I think everybody did to some extent. Um, but mine was a little bit, mine was like, um, multiplied by the fact that I had just moved to a new city. You know, I moved from a small town to a to a place of like a couple million people. Um it, it was right when COVID hit. Um and it was like not only was everybody isolating, I was in a place where I didn't know anybody. And so it was like uh, I had to resort to the internet to find community. Um, to find, you know, like you could say meaning, but just find something that w- made me want to wake up in the morning. Cause prior to that, the only reason like why I'd want to wake up in the morning is to see the friends that I had to do activities and sport. Um, and that was like my life. Cause I was just like my first year in college. It was like, it was sport and like 
a little bit of education and mostly just like socializing and hanging out with friends. Like that was my life. And when COVID hit, it was like immediately that went away and it wouldn't have went away if I would have went back home where I'm from, but I didn't want to go back there, you know? So I was in this tough spot where like I had to come here to Vegas, which isn't like the best city to meet, to have good relationships in like, I, cause I'm in Vegas. I'm not in a suburb. You know, it's like people here, they're super bought in to pop culture. I would, I, that's kind of like a weak term, but that's kind of what it is. They're just kind of flaky. It's like, I don't think anybody here truly um, cares about being uh, novel. You know, they don't care about being an individual. In fact, they just want to, they want to stick out in an environment that everybody's the same. You know, I want to stick out in an environment where nobody's the same and everybody kind of sticks out. To me, that's what I want to be in and that's not really what it is here. To me, I feel like uh, a black sheep, which is kind of racist that, the, that it's black sheep. You know, why can't it be white sheep? Maybe sheeps are normally white. I don't know. Probably just got into some muddy waters right there, but I don't even know how I got there. Oh, yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, I just like I'd isolated myself. Um, and when I isolated myself, it was like, I almost forgot how to have conversations. So when I would venture out into the real world, like over time, my conversation skills, my ability to say like fully articulated sentences were just destroyed. You know, when I'd go into like a conversation, like I'd go, when I went back to school, it was like, I I almost couldn't have like conversations anymore. You know, I'd get, I just... I I wouldn't know what to say. I'd get paralysis in a conversation, like mental paralysis. Um, And it was really hard on my, it was really hard on me, like emotionally, like mentally, because like my whole life, it was like I could go into any conversation and just have conversations with anybody. And I just completely lost it. Um but one thing I did realize, which I'm kind of, this is like one thing I'm glad is I realized how inarticulate I was. Um, it's like, yeah, you were able to go in and have conversations with people, but it's it's tough to say that that was you having the conversation and it wasn't just you repeating other people's conversations. You know, this is one thing I wrote to myself at like one of the, at the like halfway through COVID, like probably six months into COVID um, was like, it's kind of like, how much of what you say day to day is truly your voice? You know, the reality is that I was saying it to myself. I was like, Josh, the 99.999% of the conversations you're having with people, they're not even you talking. You know, that's like 99.9% of the, the things you think you know are because other people said that they know them. They knew them. And you just repeated that. Um, which is a, to realize that is just like it's real shitty um real shitty so i feel like this was a good opportunity to literally just almost just like my goal is to take the thinking part out of talking and just talk just to see what comes out 
um, and to just practice being in that state of just not thinking and just talking because it's like the polar opposite of what I've been for the past two years. Um, and I'm hoping I can find through this exercise of like pushing myself to just not even thinking, just talking and willing to be vulnerable like that, because that's, that was really where that, that paralysis came from was a fear of, of being ridiculed for what I'd said or just regretting things that I've regretting saying something, um, you know, being ostracized for saying certain things. Um, so I feel like if I can, I just got to find that happy medium. I got to find where I can think and not think and still talk to the point where it's like, it's perfect. It's not too chaotic. You know, it's not like I'm just talking out of my ass and it's not like I've prepared a speech. It's like right in the middle. And I think that's when you talk to somebody and like, you're like, that guy's well-spoken or that woman's well-spoken. It's like, that's what you mean. You know, they truly have articulated thoughts that aren't too articulated where it sounds like they're a fucking robot. Um, but they don't sound stupid. Um, so that's, that's like probably the main reason that I started this. Um, it was also, I just felt pent up. Like I had so many things I wanted to talk about with, with other people that, um, on any sort of like I couldn't have a 50 minute conversation with somebody where I literally just talk for 50 minutes nobody wants to listen to that in the real world nobody wants to waste their time doing that the reason podcasts are good is because you can listen to a person do that while you're doing something else so it's not like you're wasting your time if I wanted to have a 50 minute conversation one-on-one with somebody they'd be wasting their time legit wasting their time um so yeah so one learn to be articulate two um i just said it just to get everything out that's on my mind um and what else there's a lot of there's so many reasons i could probably spend this whole pod this whole episode talking about why um another reason was like I had felt like I was creative somehow. And this isn't the most creative thing, but I think I could start here and then show my creativity onward or develop it. Because my whole life I've really, I've always thought I was creative, but I've never been able to like actually practice being creative. And so I really wanted to practice being creative on something like this. You know, like even just the idea of like creating the name The Virtualist to me is a creative thing. Um some of the things I'm going to talk about are going to be creative ideas. You know, I don't know. I just thought this would be a good outlet to, to finally express my creative side, which I've never really done. Um, another thing is like, I don't know what else I'm going to do with my life. You know, my life is fairly boring. So for me, this adds some sort of excitement, potential excitement. You know, like there's some hope of like um, completely changing my life in a day through this. There's hope of it. It's not saying it's going to happen or it's not going to happen, but there's obviously hope, which is something that um, is very exciting to me. Very exciting. Um, 
what else? Terrible posture, huh? I got terrible posture. But that's who the fuck cares. It's the virtualist, baby. It's the virtualist. Eventually, I want to share this podcast with people I know in real life, but that's something I'm going to have to, uh, I'm have to conquer a fear to do that, which, um, I'm frightened to do, but also I feel like the liberating feeling of doing that is going to be, um, it's going to be profound. I don't know if that's the right word. I just, um, Um, so that's how this podcast is or what this podcast is and this is what's kind of why and I'll continue to mention reasons why because as they as I just talk all the reasons will come up and pop into my head Um, how long have we been going 33 minutes and 33 minutes fly it's fun when you're having flies and that's a saying from high school that we used to. It's uh, we used to say it in high school. Time's fun when you're having flies. Um, what else? Um, and that was really the only thing I had that I wanted to talk about during this podcast. The rest of this podcast is just going to be um, like the first probably that was probably the first five minutes where I just kind of ramble. Um, about things that I've been thinking about, which one of them is, I've been thinking about clothing a lot. Um, you know, like just being an individual in terms of like the way I speak, like the stances I have on issues of the day. I just hate uh, having to say that, You know, like people say like, where'd you come up with that? You know, if I say, if I say the greatest lake in the world is in is in Washington, you know, I don't want to have to people. People will ask me, why do you say that? And then I'd have to say, well, because I heard a lake expert and he was talking about it and he said it was the best. I want to say no, because I've seen um, almost every I've seen so many lakes around the world. And that was by far my favorite one. And then I left list off reasons why. You know, I want to be able to speak like that. I don't want to have to be the guy that just relies, relies on experts all the time. And I realize that you do have to rely on experts sometimes. You know, but you get to fucking choose your experts. And experts don't always come to the same consensus either. So um, that's just what I, I just want to be a free thinker. I had this thought the other day and I'm totally going off. I started with clothes and now I'm onto this, but. Um, anyways, I don't want to talk about that yet. I'll just go back to close. Um, you know, so it's even with ideas that I want to be an individual, but with clothing, it's like clothing is more of an aesthetic. Like if you're very interested in ideas, it's mostly just intellect. It's like, you're very, it's more of like, you just want to be, you just want to be, you're, you're, you're more intellectually driven. And I know I'm aesthetically driven just because of like the way I, I'm so judgmental of the way I look that I know I just like my body is just craving to be aesthetic. But my issue is that I don't have, 
you know, like a painter, they get their paints and then they choose their favorite paints and then they use the, the certain paints to paint a picture. You know, like, I don't even know what colors I like. Like, truthfully, I don't, I haven't seen enough colors and taken enough time to realize which colors I like and, and like, which colorways I think are the coolest. Like, which mixture of colors is my favorite. Um, so that's something I've really wanted to do. And I think about that with clothes. Um, I just want to be able to develop my aesthetic, my own aesthetic. Like what, 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 what does it look like when I have complete control over the things that I'm wearing? You know, like, like every aspect of my outfit is like thought about intimately. I'm, I just, I really aspire to have that. Um, And even with things like even my room, like decorating my room or any sort of aesthetic thing, like how your car fucking looks, you know, like I just, I want to start dialing that in. Um, I even thought about literally just going to like Home Depot and grabbing every single paint thing I could grab and then just coming home and organizing them so I can, so I can at least realize what colors I like which I still am probably going to do because that sounds fun that sounds like a that sounds like a fun thing because um, it's like when somebody nobody actually asked you this question but they did as a kid like what's your favorite color you know it's very boring to just say blue very boring but if you could say like I don't know like three words in a row, but essentially it's just a blue. But it's like a certain type of blue. Also, who who regulates what the fucking names are? I've thought about that. Like, does Crayola and Expo and Nike, do they all have the same colors? Do they call them the same? Probably not. Definitely not. There's no way. So I was thinking about that. Um, also with like computing and programming, I'm pretty sure colors are just numbers. They're like, they're like coordinates. Um, which I kind of like that more. Because there's no more like acai fucking uh, beet red. You know, it's like it's like two zero nine six four two three one. Oh, I love that color. That's what society's gonna be eventually too. Um and then people and then people aren't black and white, people are, are like people are zero people are zero or they're one. You know. See, but then you can't do that anymore. Because then you like when I say zero and I think of like black because I think black would be zero and white would be one because zero is the absence of of color. Truly black is and nobody's like truly black. People are brown. And I'm not white. I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a a beige. Is it beige? I can't. I don't know what color beige is. Like a tan color of sorts. But I'm not that tan. I'm pretty pale. But. I'm not white. Maybe I am. 
maybe I in this camera angle it looks white, but like that that's not white. This is like a it's almost green. It looks gross. You know? Um and I do look green, especially in the mornings I look green. And it's disgusting. And then I wash myself and I still look green. And I, sometimes I look red. I look half red like that. Look at that angle too. You see that just like, that's one thing about being white is like you see these things, these colors, this blood that shows up and it's just like a perfectly straight line. It's almost like a beard. It's like a red beard. But it's not on that side. This is my bad side though. This is my fat side, I should say. Yeah, you can tell. I think it's just this right here. Something right here it just sticks out too far. I think I sleep on my right side too much. Um, maybe I got to do more face stretches or something. Anyways, I need to get my aesthetic down better. Because um, I, I just feel like I dress like a, like a fucking idiot sometimes and it's not even because it's not because I'm dressing different than society it's because I sincerely think I look stupid um, and I just don't want to have to think that I just want to be uh, like so meticulous about what I'm wearing that I'm proud of it you know and also like I just like I want to like I hate logos so much I hate logos so I just want to I want to have clothes with no logos and it's just like I've been so lazy I just haven't been doing that but that's something that I really want to do um yeah um what else do I want to talk about I don't really know I covered a good amount. I kind of got... See, this is also very therapeutic for me to just be able to talk about how I feel and not hold anything back. And so, like, however I'm unconsciously feeling, it just comes out because I'm not thinking about it. And so, like, when I get done, it's like... My body just feels so relaxed. It's crazy. It's like getting off, like, a hard day days of work, and it's like... You know, you feel like you were so pent up before work. You were all energized. You were drinking your caffeine. You know, you got real fucking. Rah! And then over time, it's like you're working out a little bit of that. It's getting And then next thing you know, it's the end of the day. You're just saying shit that you don't even care about. You're just like, this is what happens to me, especially after long days work. Like, I'll just start talking to myself. I just like, there's no more angst in my life. It's like I've just worked out all the angst and it's just fucking chill vibes. Um, and I think that's probably why people work out and that's what it feels like to me. Cause I don't work out anymore. I haven't worked out in like two years. Clearly. Look at this thing. Look at this face. Fat face. I got titties too. Um, but yeah, this is almost like a work. It's like a mental workout. It just feels so good when I'm done. And also because like, I don't always want to do it because it's kind of scary going in to talk to a microphone and like potentially wasting an hour of your time because when you listen to the podcast after you're like that was so horrendous that I don't even want to let it out um I don't know it's just it's just it's good it feels good that's one thing is like you know it's a lot harder to like I think I think a big mistake of society is that somehow we think that a 19 20 year old kid 
makes a plan for their life um, and follows it to the T is going to be happy. You know, um, I think a lot of the time it's like you'll fuck up your life a little bit and then just feel your way out of it. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Like I dropped out of school. I isolated myself and moved to a new city that I knew nobody. It was like most people would think he just like he just made his life so much more chaotic than it was, which is completely the truth. Um, but somehow I'm finding my way out of it. And it's like not the way that I thought I was going to make it out. I thought I was going to make it out by getting like a good job down here. Like in terms of making it out in terms of happiness, you know, it was like when COVID first hit, it was just like my life sucks. And I realized that and I was like, I do not like where I'm at right now. Um, and to other people, my life probably seemed good, but to me, it was like, I need to get the fuck out of this situation and all these situations that I put myself in. Um, but it's like very biblical in the sense that like, you know, you go from Egypt, which is like this place where everything is very orderly and you know everything and, but that you can't change very much. Then you go to the desert where there's no rules and it's just complete chaos, you know, and, and you're, you're worse off now than you were in Egypt. You know, you could think about Egypt as like the life you live now. The desert is like this, this, this in-between land. It's, it's between your ideal future and your present. And it's like, it's just plagued with like snakes. It's like things that are just going to bite you and like rip you apart. It's very chaotic. You know, that's where I've been for the past two years. Just complete chaos. Like, like, my, like for the past two years, I thought I'm going to be homeless in five years some like if something doesn't click here if something doesn't happen to me i'm just gonna there's no i just have to find something and just like somehow i just felt my way through it and now i feel optimistic and i don't even know why i feel optimistic about my future and when other people look at my life they're like you shouldn't be optimistic you should be like shaking in your boots but i've just become almost numb to that like the anxiety of being broke. I've become numb to it. It's like I've been broke for the past two years. I live with my parents. like, And a lot of kids my age do. But, you know, it's like I can go live in my car somewhere. I don't really give a fuck. You know, as long as I'm doing what, like, this podcast brings me, which is just like this sense of, like, it's like it tenses me up and then it just lets me go. It's like it's very therapeutic. If I just have the things that are therapeutic to me, to me, I don't care what else I have. Because the, 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 ther- the therapy brings peace to me. And when I say therapy, it's just releasing tension. Um, you know, it's like, if I can just have those things. If I could have my music, if I could have this now, you know, um, and have people I care about. It's like, that's all I really need and some I need some beauty in my life some aesthetics you know I I usually outsource my aesthetics to nature but now I'm starting to realize that because now I'm literally in a desert in Vegas there's no natural aesthetic here it's desert so it's like it's made me have to like find my own beauty and 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 realize what it is to me and incorporate it into my own life because my entire existence I've just outsourced it because I've lived in literally the most beautiful place I've ever been in my life um, and I haven't been that many places. There's that could, that could say a lot or it could say a little. 
it, it probably says a little to most people, but it was truly a beautiful place. Oregon is a beautiful place, the coast of Oregon. So, um, yeah. And I don't know if I totally just cut off a point that I was going to or not. Um, see, my cheeks are getting red. That means there's tension. I got tension, but I'm releasing it. And once I'm done with this episode, dude, I'm probably just going to go lay in bed and just like, just not even listen to anything. And I'm just going to probably take a nap and it's going to feel great. Um, yeah, I don't know about this camera angle because of this. Um, You know, you're almost looking up my shorts, which is fine with me. I don't really give a fuck. I'm not hiding anything. You know my gender. Um, I also, with this podcast... No, I won't talk about that. That's that's like dreams. I've got dreams, at least. We know that. I've got dreams, which is a good thing, I think. And they're very outlandish, which means they're good dreams. So... Um, yeah. 49 and a half minutes pretty good i think it's probably what most episodes are going to be around the 50 minute mark um if i have a lot more to talk about if there's like a certain subject or something then we'll probably go longer than that but this is going to be it for now maybe i'll put some intro and exit music and make sure that it's copyrighted by somebody else so then i can get my podcast removed off anything that that would be sick um i'm probably gonna need a new camera lighting all that shit a good start i think so you finished episode one congratulations um congratulations to me for finishing the episode um hopefully i can keep doing this cheers